welcome to the Inner Bitch, Inner Truth podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jacari, naturopathic doctor turned speaker, writer, and intuitive empowerment coach. Each week, I bring you inspiring stories, people, and messages to help you lean into loving your emotions, transforming your relationship with yourself and others, and giving you the clarity you need to create a life you love. Hi friends, welcome back to another Monday Nugget. This week is National Eating Disorder Awareness Week and because of that, I have some amazing conversations lined up for the next couple episodes and I also just want to share a little bit about my journey right now and I know that if you've been following me, you know about my story and about my journey but I just want to give a Cliff Notes version because The thing is, I went years struggling with an eating disorder and I didn't even know. I didn't know. I was in denial. And that is a very common theme for people who do struggle with eating disorders. They are so quick to chalk it up to being stressed, being emotionally upset, and therefore not eating for days when that's how that's how it presents that's how eating disorders work as with anything awareness is the first step the very first step you have to be aware that something is happening before you can change it and so because of eating disorder awareness week i want to share how i was able to go years of dealing with this without me really understanding and being aware that that's what was happening. I've always been a small person, just a skinny girl. I've been skinny shamed most of my life. Things like, oh, you need to go eat a cheeseburger. Like, why are you so bony? You need to go eat. You need to this. You need to that. And just like fat shaming, skinny shaming is is just as bad. And people think that just because you're skinny, you have everything made. And I remember having this conversation with one of my friends who is on the larger side. And she was like, when she realized that I too had issues, she was like, wow, I, you know, I thought that just because you're skinny, that things were great and things were fine for you. But anytime, anytime someone is telling you that your body is wrong, that is shaming. That is shaming. Calling me a skinny bitch, you lucky skinny bitch. Like, no, I hated the fact that I was skinny for so long. But it was really weird because this this paradoxical thing would happen where if I was skinny shamed, I wouldn't eat. So my whole, okay, so Cliff Notes version of my journey is that I restrict food. I don't eat. I am anorexic. I am addicted to not eating. So what that means is anytime I am emotionally upset or or really stressed out or something, I can't eat. And I didn't realize that it was actually a pathological thing until I started meditating. And this is why I'm so passionate about meditation. It's because I started meditating regularly. And two months later, I'm having one of the worst days of my life. I was getting in fights left and right. I was just in a really shitty, awful spot. And I'm laying in my bed. 
and it's nighttime. I hadn't eaten all day. My stomach is burning because I'm so hungry. It's burning. And I was like, okay, Sarah, I'm going to get you some food. I'm going to get up and like make you a meal. And I go to get out of my bed and I hear this voice come online. Sounded exactly like my voice, like the voice that's in, it's in my head. Sounded exactly like her. You don't deserve to eat. And when I heard that voice, I was like, holy shit. I got a problem here. What is this? But up until that point, I had never heard that voice. I never heard it. And that's the eating disorder brain coming online that is quiet, that is silent. Like it, it's, it's subconsciously running the show for you. And you think that you know all there is to know, but when you actually tune in and when you actually can sift through all the mental chatter, that voice is there. And that's the voice that would be online saying that I wasn't hungry for years, but I didn't hear the voice. I couldn't hear the voice until I started actively meditating and tapping into those different voices inside my head. After I heard that voice, I was scared. I didn't really know what to do. I think it took me a week, maybe a couple weeks, maybe a month before I opened up to a friend about it. And even then, I was so scared. I was so scared to open up to a friend about this being a problem because my the big theme of my life is that I must be perfect in order to be loved. And having an eating disorder means that I'm freaking damaged, right? And so because I'm damaged and I have a problem, that means that I'm not worthy of love. So it was really scary to reach out and to to just share that this is something that I'm going through. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do about it. I just knew that I finally was coming out of some denial because my whole life I had been told that I have a problem because I'm too skinny and that I I had a lot of GI issues as well, which cleared up when I went and saw a naturopathic doctor because she knew what was up and was able to heal my gut lining. But anyway, I, I didn't know what to do once I had the awareness of have like of this brain this this thought that came online that um told me that I did I do struggle with an eating disorder so after I started sharing a little bit cuz that's that's the second step the first step is you have to have be have awareness of of having an issue step 2 is sharing with someone that you trust don't try to do this alone doing it alone is it's it's just it's not going to work like I got to tell you, I tried, I've tried to do a lot of healing alone. I'd rather do it alone. I'd rather just, you know, take care of business in private and then in public show the, the finished results. Like that's totally, that's the way that I've tried to do a lot of things. And every single time I've done that or attempted that, it hasn't worked and it's actually prolonged healing that could have been done if I would have just shared if I would have been in community, if I would have 
just branched out and been vulnerable with people. So I really want to encourage you if, you know, if you're listening to this and um, if you are questioning if you're struggling with an eating disorder, just open up to someone that you trust. Just share that that's, you know, what you're thinking and how you're feeling. And if you feel like you don't have anyone, you can message me. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm. <laughs> just a regular person like you and I do struggle with this and I know what it I know what it's like and I think that's the other thing is that I thought that the awareness was going to be enough to heal it but that's just not the way that it works this like recovery is an up down around through like down to the depths after you think you've already been there sort of thing And so it's step one, awareness. Step two is sharing. And step three is doing your best every single day and giving yourself grace every single day. Because there's going to be days where you you really think that you've gotten a handle on it and you're in such a good space and then something happens, like a situation in your life could happen. And then all of a sudden you realize that you haven't you've barely eaten in three days and it's like oh shit I thought I was over that I thought that was done and here I am my stomach's shrunk and I can barely get a normal meal down and I guess that that's what I want to share is it's not about the food it's not about the food the food is the the symptom this eating disorders it's it's a it's an addiction that's what it is it's instead of alcohol or drugs it's you're using food and food is that reflex that you go to when times get hard it just happens it's like a flip of a switch without you realizing and I will say that I think the awareness that you're back in it can be slow in the beginning like like I said, I something would happen and I'd go like three days barely eating and then recognize that I was back in that pattern. But as time goes on, like I can, I'm able to catch myself more quickly in realizing, okay, I'm having a low appetite day. Like what's going on? I need to tap in. I need to check in you know, what am I not seeing here that's triggering this response? Because that's what it is. It's just, it's like a reflex. It's an automatic response within your reptilian brain. Like it just happens. For a long time, I beat myself up because I had an eating disorder. I beat myself up being like, why why do you need to do this? Why is this your go-to? Like why is this the pattern that you've chosen to adopt? But I've since, and even recently within the past six months, have realized this is something that I cannot control. No matter how much I think that I can control it, I can't. And for people who can are just looking from the outside looking in, it's like, well, why don't you just eat? Why don't you just eat? Try eating a couple more bites. Try Try doing this. Try doing that. And it's like, okay, I know that this is, you know, coming from a good place and you want to help, but it's not about the food. And 
for someone who is anorexic, who is restricting food, and if you try to make, like if I were to try to make myself eat food when I'm really not in a space where I can, I will literally throw up. Like it's like my body is deeply rejecting food and I can't, it's not about the food. It's about other shit going on. It's about deep-seated, hard, traumatic shit that's just, (laughs) this is just the body's way of coping. And I just want that to be very clear that eating disorders are not about the food. And when you go about trying to fix it by fixing relationship with food and all of that, sure, that's part of it. But there's always a deeper root issue going on. And another caveat here is I lost most of my weight when I was in ND school, learning about diet, learning about nutrition, and became hyper-focused on the food that I was eating. But what that was really about was about control. And I think when you put more restrictions on your diet because of it being healthy, it creates this crazy stress response that just adds when you do have an eating disorder. It adds so much more to it that it's it's better for for you to not put any restrictions on your diet at all and to just have the mentality of a mostly healthy diet with guilt-free splurges of, you know, cake, ice cream, donuts, cookies. That's what's really been my focus the past year, two years, and that's helped a ton. I mean, it's taken a really long time for me to actually eat a piece of cake or actually eat gluten or dairy stuff without me totally freaking out about it, thinking that my health was going to go to shit. Like I was terrified of the inflammation. So that's just an added thing here. Um, I guess I also just want to share that when I did come into a lot of awareness around my eating disorder, I realized that a lot of people are probably dealing with this and they have no idea. They have no idea that that's what's underneath them either overeating or undereating. They don't realize that there's this reflex that they go to when things get hard. And so that's the really huge takeaway point that I want to make here is that eating disorders are not about the food. Don't try to go about fixing someone with an eating disorder by telling them to eat more or to eat less or whatever. I think the biggest thing that you can do is Give yourself grace if it's you dealing with this and understand that there's just more here going on and it's not something that you're meant to fix alone. It's not something that you're meant to heal alone. Reach out, share, tell a friend about what you're going through and know that it's also not a linear journey. It's a lot of up and down. It's a lot of thinking that you have things handled and then waking up to realize you're in the shit and you don't even know how you got there. But the the important thing is you became aware that you are there again. And then you can just give yourself a little bit of love because what that means is that you're just going through a rough time right now. Give yourself love in that moment and then just 
do your best. Just do your best. Whatever that looks like, your best is going to be different from day to day. Give yourself grace. So if you want to know, you know, hear more details about my journey, I was interviewed on Juggling the Chaos of Recovery podcast by Moira Gorski. She um, is a friend of mine and she has, this podcast is amazing for all kinds of uh, addictions and a lot of eating disorder stuff. She has struggled herself and she has a daughter that is struggling and uh, she shares pretty openly and vulnerably about what that journey looks like. So if you want to learn more, definitely check out that link in the show notes and definitely come back and hear the different conversations that I'm going to be posting about people who have eating disorders and what they have to say about them and just the internal journey that these people go through. So, and again, and if you think that you may be dealing with this and you don't have anyone to talk to you or you're scared to tell someone and you don't really know what to do, please feel free to reach out to me, tell me, share with me because I'm I'm right there with you. I am in recovery and I'm like I said it's like I wake up sometimes to me being in the shit having no idea how I got there again. So I get it and it's it's not easy. It's a it's a hard thing, but we can get it through it together. So know that you're not alone. All right, I am sending you all so much love. <laughs>